This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'm wearing a sweater and it's a little hot in here. How are you? Uh, yes, welcome to my apartment. It is hot, right? What you the? have the air conditioner yeah, on. Yeah, I know, and but it's, it's still also, kind of hot. Yeah, it's also like... It's like 50 degrees outside. Yeah, it was cold walking here. It's hot here. I feel like I'm a... Uh, I'm a, I'm an old person, close to what death. What the hell's going on? Yeah, I've got this thing set, like, uh, yeah, pretty cool. I just turned it up a little bit, just for you. Yeah, it is pretty cool. <laughs> uh, but I don't understand. I've been trying to not use my air conditioner. Especially it's, when it's very cold outside. Yeah, but I don't understand uh, what the deal with it is. I have to keep using it. You had your window open before. That seemed pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, I've had the windows open. That helps. But then bats fly in, right? <laughs> Don't even. You ever have like a bat in your belfry? I've had a bat in my home many times, Tom. In your home's belfry? What's a belfry? Uh, like the attic, I think. Is it? Yeah, that's But is it at. only in like a old Like a castle structures? or something, I think. Yeah. Um, I've had a bat in my living room. But in your living room? Yeah. Uh, like uh, I've told your family these stories, home? yeah, a million times. I don't pay attention. Because what happens is we'd always go, uh, you know, me and the rest of the, the boys, we'd you were there. We'd collect all the fruit flies from around town. Oh, man. <laughs> and let them, let them loose in your living room. That'd be gross. Flies in a home. Ugh. I read this thing about... Uh, flies are my number one thing about, uh, like, if there's going to be one thing that drives me mad to the point where it's like, nope. Gotta like uh, <laughs> go out to sea. It's yeah. it's uh, it's it's flies. That's that's something me and my dog have in common. Like every once in a while, when a when a house fly gets in here, yeah, uh, boy, me and my dog, we both put down everything we're doing and are just fixated on trying to catch this fly. Yeah, but I do a better job than my dog, as she is very short. Yeah, and flies can fly. Do you? But you can fly, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I, I have a fly swatter. I don't have a fly swatter. I have a fly in my house right now, Tom. <laughs> it, how I'm do you know you. it's still there? You haven't even been home since this morning. Because it's been there for three goddamn days. That's how yeah. I know. It's gr- right when that happens. I always think like, ah, don't fruit fly, don't not fruit flies. Like house flies only live for like a day or two. Well, you know, you notice how they slow down a lot, right? Like yeah. I'm looking forward to yeah, sure. tonight. I'm gonna go home and I'm just gonna be able to like yeah, flies gonna be an old man. Yeah, and I'm just gonna be able to like grab it yeah. out of thin air and just be like, all right, enough. And then yeah, I can by throw tonight it the he's in his twilight years. Yeah, he doesn't know what the hell's going on. How yeah. he got there, he doesn't recognize his own fly relatives. Yeah, but that's a thing. It's he's gonna be like, oh, you wouldn't hurt an old man, <laughs> would you? Yeah, he'll have a moment of clarity about Tim. Oh my God, Tim, it's you. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're the guy that's been like landing on the lip of my water glass for the last three days. Gross. Yeah, better than a lip in your mouth. Yeah, it landed on my face at one point. I I was reading a thing today about, and then you can't lie down without thinking like (laughs) that fly's gonna get me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That a fly's gonna land on you at some point. It's the worst. I can't believe I live like this. Yeah. Anyway, I did have a bat uh, several times. We'd go swimming um, at neighborhood (laughs) kids' pools, Tom, Uh at night, and a a bat will like wrap itself in a wet towel. Wait, what? A bat will like go into a wet towel oh, okay. a lot. So like I'd bring home. I'm thinking like a paper towel. I'm like, where did I get no, the paper so towel? No, so I'd towel off my my uh, <laughs> hot teenage bod right yeah. when I got out of the pool, and then I'd uh, put that like in a bag or something. But there'd be a bat in there. <laughs> what? <laughs> there'd be a bat in your bag or yeah, the towel? in the towel, but the towel's in the bag. Oh. But wait, the bat was in the towel while you were drying yourself. I guess at some point between. Me being outside and me being in my home, a uh, bat got in the towel. Oh, okay. And I brought the towel into my own home. Oh, man. And it happened twice in a row one summer <laughs> and then once at uh, my girlfriend at the time's uh, house. Yeah. And uh, by the by the time it got into my girlfriend's house, I, I was really good at getting bats out of houses. Well, I was going to say, you'd like, probably- Ooh, my hero. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, certainly wasn't me that brought this bat into <laughs> well, your I was going to say, by then, I would assume you had, you had built up something of a reputation yeah. as, as a bad boy. Ooh, bat boy. Yeah. It's on the cover of the Weekly World News. Uh, I was reading a thing about there's a, a man right now. I don't even know. A bat 
man? No, I don't know if he's even the no, more like a fly man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know if he's a scientist or just like a guy with a lot of time on his hands. But Batman. He, <laughs> that's true. Batman is both a scientist and a guy with a lot of time on yeah, his hands. Yeah, and money. Yeah. Uh, this guy is. Uh, He's just working on uh, breeding uh, fruit flies. Get out of here. Get out that, of town, the, science I, you man. You didn't even let me finish. Yeah, well, I know. No more flies. The point <laughs> Enough of, science. The point of these fruit flies that he's breeding, he's trying to breed fruit flies that can live on Titan, uh, one of the moons of Saturn. Why are we doing this? <laughs> I don't know. And that's, You're going to like invent an invasive species for for another planet? Enough. Enough science. Well, and that's what I don't understand. Like, you put the flies up, uh, you, you send them to Titan. Well, what the hell are they going to eat? Gas? Yeah, maybe. Ice? And also, yeah, what, to what, your wait, point, like- and, what's, what's, what's the end game of sending a bunch <laughs> of flies to Titan? Yeah, a, a perfect point, Tim. I don't think that he really has an end game in mind. I mean- How is he going to get them there? A spaceship, I assume? That seems like a waste of resources. There. Well, not spa- you wouldn't need that big of a spaceship. You could send probably just like a mason jar. Like, uh, uh, like a, in like a bottle rocket? Yeah. Uh, well, you probably need to get like a bunch of bottle rockets together. Man, why didn't people uh, put bugs in small jars and shoot them up with fireworks? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think even a small jar, you need like a pretty yeah, substantial. Yeah. And also, like even if you did, then it comes, then what? It explodes then, up there? Yeah, and then <laughs> bugs rain down on your enemies. Well, I don't think so you're talking like a lot of bugs. Yeah, like a jar full of locusts. Um, I don't think that. The, yeah, I don't think this guy's really thought this through because, like, even if it works, uh, then it's gonna be like, oh, should we go explore Titan? Well, not now. It's uh, infested with fruit flies. Who the hell wants to go there now? Yeah. Um. I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Do they think the flies will evolve into something useful up there? No, I think it's more like these are this is like the the strain of fruit fly that they use for like space experiments. Mm. So they're like, ah, we'll make uh, f- these flies that are like hardy enough to survive on Titan, and then we can inject their DNA into well, us. Well, I don't even know what what experiments we can do if we send them there and we're not going there. Yeah, we gotta rely on them coming back and telling us what happened. I mean, I'm getting pretty worked up about this, Tom, but uh, I've, I'm discounting the fact that uh, you probably just didn't understand that article at all. No, I read you like clearly don't understand this man's motivations. Um, no, I think he he just saw like a an opportunity. But is it even that bit? There, there are. More I mean, opportunity. Oh, like, no. It's called um, bio art or something. Bio art. Oh, it's art? Yeah, I think he's an artist. Oh. So sending <laughs> bugs to a, a moon. That's art now? That's what That's qualifies art? as art? I guess. My kid could do that. For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look, Well, now that, now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive... Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com, that's F-R-A-M.com, and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring The Complete Guide to Everything. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Saqqara. You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Saqqara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Saqqara... 
you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Sakara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom, to mm-hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, no, I, I could, tried some I of this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this f- Sakara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash guide. Tim, we're not talking about whatever the hell it was we were just talking about. I don't know. We took an extended break. My dog had to go poop. Yeah. Uh, she always has to poop when you come over. You get her too excited. Is that a thing that dogs do when they get excited? I think so. My dog only like tells me she has to go out when she has to poop. She tells you she has to go out? Yeah, that's what she was doing before. That's why I was like, uh, yeah, she has like to go out. Through, like yeah, not whining. Through, yeah, not through English. <laughs> There are other ways. To... I mean, if it was Spanish, it would be equally impressive. Uh, no, I can't speak Spanish to my dog. It makes her upset. Really? Yeah. I don't know why, but if, no, uh, if I... It's probably a traumatic uh, experience happened while somebody was speaking Spanish. Maybe, but you think a dog would like understand... <laughs> the differences between English and Spanish? Yeah, no. I'd be like, oh, that's the language of my tormentor. Yeah. Or maybe not the language of her tormentor, but maybe... Uh, uh, you know, Telemundo was on in the background or something. Right. And they were saying, hello, how are you? Over and over again. <laughs> Hola, como estas? I see, I see. Oh, she can speak Spanish too. Mm-hmm. That's one of the other weird mm-hmm. things. Tim, what are we talking about this week? Tom, where is uh, a topic you suggested, delis. Why Delicatessens. It's a topic I suggested, like, uh, like, so if it doesn't work out, yeah, I like to have cover. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say this is a classic Tom topic. Right. Actually, I want I, I I say it to give you a little bit of credit. Uh-huh. You're thinking outside of your normal like superhero focused uh, misogyny. <laughs> so far, so far. Oh, oh, it's always a, a fun. Uh, a fun ride, a fun journey to see how we're going to get right. to it. Uh, well, yeah, by the end, I have two questions. Uh, what kind of deli you think Superman likes the most, <laughs> and should women be allowed to work at delis? Oh, Tom. Just kidding. Neither of those. I know what Superman's favorite deli is, and of course women should be allowed to work at delis. What's Superman's favorite deli, Tom? Probably like Metropolis Deli or something. Oh, it's <laughs> classic. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like our, my favorite deli is New York Deli. <laughs> yeah. Well, Superman's kind of basic when you get down to it. Especially, well, Clark certainly. Clark's uh, real basic when you get down to it. What's Clark's probably like, oh, just, uh, just uh, uh, ham and cheese on white bread, please. Yeah. Uh, what a what a piece of crap he is, huh? <laughs> nah, it's just mayonnaise. <laughs> nah, just yeah, you know, he's a farm boy. He doesn't know any better. Yeah, but it's Superman, he like he's like put rocks on it. <laughs> <laughs> Superman, put a few train ties in there. Yeah, I could handle it. <laughs> Lois, watch. <laughs> uh, uh, Tom, what uh-huh. is a deli? What is a delicatessen? A deli is a delicatessen. Uh, a deli. Oh, actually, I did find a pretty good uh, uh, definition. Yeah, or like explanation of the difference between. Because here in New York, we we use I think deli and bodega. Yeah. Interchangeably, but yes. a bodega is more of a, a grocery, whereas yeah. a deli is more about prepared food. Right. Or preparing and a food. bodega could have a deli counter in it. Right. But a bodega. But a, but will a deli not... will never have a bodega. <laughs> counter counter in, in there because right. there's just too much well and a bodega could not have a deli counter but it's still uh, a bodega does your dog freak out when you say bodega <laughs> uh, i don't know uh let's say it uh, about a hundred times more and then we'll see where is the damn explanation i think I we had? i think we got it tom no it was it was something it was actually very interesting it's, um, it's a german word yeah 
Uh, it was some. Oh no, um, it was. Do you know about an appetizing store? No, what is that? Uh, it sounds like it could be anything, right? There's just a store that's appetizing. I mean, a, a store itself wouldn't be appetizing, but maybe it's wares. Would right. Be. Uh, and that's what it sounds like. It could be very general, like, you know, Macy's. A general store. <laughs> yeah. Like Macy's I don't know. could I be think, an appetizing store. When I think appetizing, I think like I'm going to be ingesting something. Right. Well, you wouldn't be wrong, Tim. You're on the right track. Uh, so, you know, Russ and Daughters in yeah. the city? Mm-hmm. Russ and Daughters is an appetizing store. It now, is not a deli. Oh, now, why, why is that? An appetizing store is a place that sells fish and dairy products, and a deli is a place that sells meats. Wow. Yeah. But a deli isn't solely meats. And a deli could still be appetizing. Wow. And a deli could sell dairy. Can a bodega sell fish? Uh, yeah, but I don't know if you'd want to buy fish from a bodega. Why? Cause a There's lot of... usually cats in there. They know from fish. <laughs> That's true. Well, probably a lot of times the they get- The cats eat yeah, the fish. Yeah, they get the fish in. They're like, ah, a nice big, uh, uh, delivery of fish. And they open it up. It's all fish bones. Yeah. That had been pulled, the the cats, you see, they ate the fish whole and then just pulled the fish skeleton <laughs> out of there. put it back in the delivery yeah. box. Roof, roof. That's what they say. Um, so yeah, I would consider like a deli is a place where you can buy meats and breads, not, maybe not a huge selection of breads, but a huge selection of meats and cheeses. Hey Tom, what about this? And prepared salads and prepared salads, which we'll get to. I would say also, uh, beverages (laughs) and beverages. Well, yeah, I mean, that goes without saying most stores nowadays sell beverages, not Macy's. Uh, I'm sure Macy's sells beverages somewhere. Best Buy sells beverages. Yeah, that was weird when they, at Best Buy and Staples, they were just like, you want soda soda. too, right? (laughs) Hey, but they're not wrong. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, they're not (laughs) wrong. Uh, They perfectly judged the American consumer, but at what cost, Tom? Yeah, like what store doesn't sell- At our waistlines cost? What what store doesn't sell soda nowadays? Hmm. I mean, of course, like nice versions of any place don't sell soda, but like type of store, like electronic stores and office supply stores sell soda. I mean, soda. I feel like you don't find yourself in many stores if this is your stance. Bookstores do not sell soda. Uh, Barnes and Noble probably yeah, does. Many chain stores sell soda. Yeah. I would say that because okay. they're probably mostly owned by a corporation that- By this uh, big soda man. Yeah, PepsiCo owns most bookstores in America. Man, can you imagine? Man. What a, a wonderland, more, huh? A lot more books about soda. I went out to keep going in and asking every week. The only books about soda that I've seen have not been uh, good for the soda industry, Tom. Well, it's, ba- uh, it's high time somebody wrote a positive uh, soda book. Yeah. Maybe we should start a uh, a sister podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I w- this would be me selling my soul. But, uh, you know, positive uh, soda propaganda. <laughs> right. Yeah, like a nice feel-good soda story. Yeah, yeah. Every week, a, a deep dive into you know, it, the soda is not going to be the the focus of the story, but mm-hmm. you better damn well believe it'll uh, it'll be the driving force of it. I'd like to go to a bookstore and buy a thriller featuring soda. Ooh, right. I mean, just opening <laughs> the bottle itself is a thrilling experience. You hear all those bubbles burst. What if they sold books about soda when you open the book? It went. Tss. That'd yeah, be nice. yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know what? Just more fiction about soda. Enough nonfiction's been written. Yeah. Come up with some new stories about people soda. meeting over their shared love of Dr. Pepper. Oh, I'm seeing it as like uh, soda's one of the characters. Okay. Preferably okay. the main character. Dr. The Pepper himself is. Yeah. Uh, is Dr. Pepper in Dr. Pepper's Adventures? Yeah. So you want this to be uh, kind of like the your favorite film, Sausage Party, but with sodas, right? Man, that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Have you ever seen that movie? I watched five minutes of it. I tried to. You told me how bad it was. Yeah. Um, and then I heard it had like a really weird ending. So I was like, eh, I want to like, you know, see how weird this gets. Yeah. But I just couldn't make it. That's the closest I've ever come to walking out of a movie. 
Wow. I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie. I have. What movie? Rockstar starring Mark Ooh. Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. What well, what made you walk in in the first place? Um, a lot of people were going. And you I heard it was the movie where he takes his penis out of the end? N- was it? No. Uh, See, you almost made the same <laughs> mistake again. Wait, I walked out. Who was who was the lady? Was uh, Jennifer Aniston yeah, in that was, movie? It was Rachel. Rachel Man, herself. She doesn't seem like uh, the rock star type. <laughs> she more dates like a uh, Ross type or Ted from work. <laughs> uh, Tag. I, I think in the movie she was like uh, she wasn't like a groupie or anything like that. She was like a, a business mind. I think she was like the manager. Or something. I don't think so. I think she was a groupie. Oh well, she was down to earth. Um, yeah, she'd have to be, huh? Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was actually <laughs> she'd have to. Be. It was quite a feat uh, to if you're a groupie, you 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 know you know. Haven't you ever seen Almost Famous? Oh yeah, you have to know. Yeah, you know the score. Well, if you're a groupie, you've been around. Like Penny Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Sad tale. Um, but uh, 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 I went with a bunch of people, <laughs> and I had to rally. I went with like 50 or 60 people. We rented the theater. I went, to, I went with like eight or nine people, and I was like politicking it, like during the movie, like, hey, all right. Let's leave. <laughs> yeah, like, this guy's on board. Jim's on board. Jeff's on board. Phil's on the fence. Oh, see, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, but it was worth it to not watch the rest of that movie. <laughs> I think it I, took a full like a half hour, but yeah. it was more entertaining than watching the movie. You know what? I think I've seen that movie on like cable or something. Yeah. I don't, maybe I haven't seen the whole thing, but I didn't think it was that bad. What is it? Uh, Iron Maiden was what it was based on. <clears throat> Who was the band? Uh, Judas Priest. Judas Priest, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, the the singer left. Rob mm-hmm. Helford. Yeah. Helford. And then they just got a fan to right a fan that had for, like, a, a very band. similar yeah yeah uh, so it was pretty much that I wonder if they paid those 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 lads pretty sure they didn't or I mean they ain't use their music or anything so yeah it but seems maybe like you gotta use the story by the Rob life Alford. rights yeah I feel I'm like if they were gonna do that <laughs> they were gonna do that uh, they would they would have licensed the music too I can't imagine like Judas Priest is like super expensive to license. Oh, I I disagree. Breaking the law? Yeah. If uh, and Beavis all, and Butthead could afford others. it. <laughs> um, but that's not what we're talking about, No, Tom. we're talking about delicatessens. Tom? Yeah. So what do we got? We got meats. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got cheeses. Yep. We got prepared salads. <laughs> yep. We got sandwiches. Really, har- really harping on the prepared salads. Good, Tom, I don't know if you've seen a deli case lately. Yeah. It's 60% prepared salads sometimes. Is that true? Yeah. All right, let's go over. So I have a list of some of the types of salads. This is ridiculous. What? This is ridiculous that I, that, I, that this is some sort of fringe belief that I have. Well, I mean, you know what, honestly. It's the last now, time you've been in a deli. Open your eyes. Now that I'm looking at it, uh, uh, th- this description says, uh, equally common is a selection of prepared pasta, potato, chicken, tuna, Shrimp or other salads displayed under the counter. Shrimp made it as its own by thing. Weight. Yeah, shrimp salad. Yeah, I know, but like, you know, gross, uh, like any kind of seafood salad could be in there. There's crab <laughs> salad and stuff. Why did shrimp get its own? Uh, oh, I feel like you see shrimp salad way more often than crab salad. What about just a seafood salad? Mm, yeah, I feel like you see a seafood salad, the most common of them all. Yeah, you, and to you be clear, see, and it's a salad that you see and then eat. <laughs> yeah. uh, to be clear, all of these salads are just that main ingredient mixed with mayonnaise. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. they uh, And the other ingredients, hopefully, if, it, if it's a decent enough salad. Uh, How do you feel about uh, them putting... Um, uh, celery in those uh, salads give it a little crunch. I like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Good. Uh, growing up, mm-hmm. the Reynolds household, Tom, mm-hmm. tuna sandwiches were they a thing? No, we rarely uh, ate. You know what? And my dad liked tuna, but um, I think maybe me and my brother were just like such a little bastards about like it's gross. Yeah. That uh, it was just never it was it wasn't around that much. It was a big staple in my household. Yeah. Um, and we were a celery household, <laughs> but a friend of mine, uh, was without celery, and that seemed exotic whenever I was over his house. Uh, mm. tuna salad without celery in it is too mushy. Yeah, 
You need something in there to. You know what? He had more interesting breads than me. <laughs> oh, yeah. He had like that was that was when I had the first like kind of like they ate theirs on croissants. <laughs> Sometimes actually. Oh wow! But, yeah. Um, why can't we just say croissants? I don't like when people say uh, Juli- Julia Louis Dreyfus always goes croissant. Yeah. Shut up. Maybe I like her a lot. She's she... a, she's friend of the show. <laughs> Is but, she uh, French Canadian or something? Maybe uh-huh. that's why. Maybe just French. Who knows? She could just be French. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Um, uh, yeah, but there was also you know whole grain breads over there. Okay, and so it's like okay, this is there's there's something to this. Yeah, it wasn't just uh, white bread yeah. with soggy uh, <laughs> open face tuna sandwich. Man, I loved me as tuna melt. Yeah, tuna melts. So that's just tuna salad or tuna, tuna fish. Tuna salad. Tuna salad. Now, what makes tuna, what's the difference between tuna fish and tuna salad? Uh, the mayo. But doesn't And maybe fish, sometimes, Tom, follow me on this one. Celery. celery. But doesn't tuna fish have mayo in it? No, I guess not. No, it's. Yeah, what? just the thing. I have a Some, pa- it's either packed in oil or water, Tom. Yeah, not mayonnaise. They should no. start selling it packed in mayonnaise. They don't need to do that. They should start selling everything packed in mayonnaise. <laughs> um, <laughs> give it, give it two years. <laughs> so wait, you would? Uh, 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 so it's tuna salad with uh, uh, American or cheddar cheese, presumably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, well, you put that in the toaster oven. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Either you toast it. Uh, I imagine some restaurants would make it like uh, on a griddle, like a la grilled cheese. Yeah, mm. I think you you put a, a slice of cheese on each side of the the bread. Yeah, sandwich that in with the the tuna. Yeah, that's not bad. You know, I've had this packet of tuna fish for a while that I've been thinking of something to do. How with. long have you had it, though? No, not that long. Like uh, maybe like two weeks. Okay. They had like a big stand at the uh, the supermarket. You know <laughs> you, me. You were the. You were. I. I. I cannot understand your psyche when you're in a supermarket. It's I don't not understand just what's going it's through any your head. store. You're just so overwhelmed that you'll just <laughs> buy anything. Any store you put uh, something in a stand. Like an end cap or something like that, but especially a stand, like its own. Like custom. with a person there? No, no. Yeah. If there's if a the person, person there, I'm going to avoid it like yeah. the plague. <laughs> Don't <laughs> engage me about my shopping, yeah. please. But if it's a stand, uh, although one time I was at the supermarket and there was a guy giving out like beer samples, and I was like, oh, well, I'll chat this fella yeah. up. Um, and then at the end of uh, our drinking session, it was you just, kissed you know, him. <laughs> no, it was just, I kissed him. He said, he went, whoa, hey. <laughs> I think you misunderstood what was going on here. <laughs> what, you buy me a drink and now you want to kiss? Um, no, he gave me a, a beer glass. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Hey, congrats. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa. I'm gonna drink, I'm gonna like, you unlocked all the flavors. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to put some of the... I'm going to buy some of the beer you told me you're selling and put in this beer glass you gave me for free. Tom, mm-hmm. you ever go on one of these uh, brewery tours? Yeah. And then at the end, they pour a glass into, li- they pour a beer <laughs> into a glass. Into like a proprietary glass that they claim, <laughs> like, this oh, is. Oh, this is the way the to drink be- it. Yeah. This air- perfectly aerates the beer. And then, like, they try to trick people into buying like these like eighteen dollar yeah. beer glasses. Yeah, they're like, "There's the only way to drink our beer." Do you buy those glasses? Um, <clears throat> no. Usually, although I did buy a Guinness glass on the Guinness tour. I went on that a few years ago. Yeah, I think I was there with you, right? No, this is a different oh. time. Oh, no, that was the Jameson yeah. tour. We went oh, on yeah. the Jameson tour together. Yeah, I'm looking at your framed uh, Jameson uh, certificate. Yeah, that certifies me as a doctor. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. You, you can move I to can Ireland? I can practice medicine with that. Wow. Yeah. Um, no, I think I bought a Jameson glass, or a Guinness glass, because they had like the newer style glasses. Mm. And like, I don't know, I was at the, the gift shop. The gift shop was like the size of a city block. Yeah. But it was basically just like anything you could find in a store, but with the word Guinness on it. So like soda? Yeah, well, 
I wish that we just bought that. Reams of office paper. <laughs> yeah, a lot of office paper that already had uh, the word Guinness stamped on each page right in the middle, uh, which seemed to me, you know, useless yeah, at that point. Yeah, I don't know. In the mind of uh, somebody who really likes Guinness, maybe that's useful. But, yeah, keep it on. Keep it fresh. <laughs> ah, the drink I like. What's the name of it? Uh, take another sheet of paper here. Um, no, I... Uh, I bought a glass because I was like, ah, oh, this is practical. I can drink my Guinness in it. Yeah. Yeah. How do you buy into this thing where it's like, you know, the Guinness needs the perfect pour? Um, if, if something's that delicate, mm -hmm. get out of town, I say. <laughs> uh, no, I will say this, though. Uh, well, there's, there's only one right way to pour a Guinness, and it's got to be done by a certified Guinness genius. Like, no, I up. was happy, though. I mean, you do have to, like... There's a particular way to pour it, but I don't think that... So it doesn't uh, foam over. Right. I was going to say there's a particular way to foam, uh, to pour it, but I don't think that that way is necessarily like, you know, uh, something you need to like go to school for seven years. Like, yeah. you can watch... I they You do it at the end of the tour. They show you once, and then you're like, oh, okay. And then you do it, and you drink that Yeah, but Guinness. then they pretend like, oh, yeah, that was okay. Yeah, they kind of do, and I hate that. Yeah. It's like, no, I did the same exact shit. There's only one way it's to... It's not that hard, you <laughs> jackass. Yeah. Stop pretending like you're, you're important because you work at the Guinness factory. Uh, although they did tell me that my pour is the best out of everybody. Wow, Tom. <laughs> Did you get a certificate from them too? No, they said you uh, can practice law over there with a Guinness <laughs> certificate. They said uh, you're just gonna have to take our word for it. Uh, they gave me uh, it was a gentleman's uh, agreement. Did you try to kiss that guy too? Yeah, uh, well, I did, and then he uh, he said no, just kiss my hand. Oh. so you know we left at that. So uh, the deli case. So yeah, so very various. Uh, various uh salads tom prepared salads oh, what other kind of salads i've seen uh buffalo chicken salad that's a new one yeah but that's just chicken salad that's old that they put hot sauce on yeah yeah um they've been doing that a lot one's made me sick a few times <laughs> there's there's new uh uh like healthy options where i feel like they try to put like uh like quinoa salads and like uh, oh, traditional yeah. like green salads there you know and what? stuff. Let me tell you something. Quinoa salads okay in my book. Tom, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. You would think it would be something that you're just like enough with the quinoa salad, everybody. Right. It's dang delicious. My uh, you can put anything in that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not anything. Shrimp. Hopefully not poison or anything like that. Disguise the taste perfectly. No, there's like a a a, a family. I think you could put some poison in a salad. It's, it's fine. There's a family member of mine that like had a wedding a few years ago that was like uh you know a little uh I guess like on the uh, the hippie side mm -hmm. and like people I wasn't I wasn't invited to this wedding. <laughs> uh, I think I had a quinoa salad at my wedding, Tom. Well, I was going to say describe like, me as a little on the hippie side. Yeah. You had like a outdoor like barn wedding. Yeah. And there was not even a priest there. I asked Mo I had a, a few different uh sins I wanted to confess to and I was like, "Hey, where's the priest? I I want to get a little uh, private time. I have some uh sins I need to tell him about." You do that at every wedding. It's embarrassing. <laughs> you try to usually you know, do it. There's during... a Jewish wedding. Mm -hmm. the, the rabbi can't hear your sins. He can. Yeah, he you'd just, just be like, be like a, wow, well, that's a lot. Oy vey. <laughs> Oy vey indeed. Um, no, but like to this day, they talk about, uh, like family members talk about this this particular wedding as like, oh, they had a quinoa salad. I'm like, yeah, it's really good. Try it. Have um, you ever heard anybody over the age of 50 try to pronounce quinoa? Um, everyone, I think... The only reason why members of my family were able to pronounce it was because they heard it before they saw yeah. it written down. Yeah. So it's not like Juan White, Quani. I hear quinoa a lot. Yeah. Because it's Q U. I understand it. Yeah. I understand. Uh, but, you know. Uh, yeah, I should uh, keep an eye out at my deli for quinoa salad. I would like to have some, especially if they put a uh, little f bits of feta cheese in there. Oh, man. And some raisins. Hey, uh... Or some cranberry, like dried cranberries? I mean, you can put anything in that, especially poison. <laughs> well, no, I don't want poison. It's fine. Um, 
Have you ever gotten... Uh, quinoa is so healthy, it counteracts <laughs> wow. all, all the effects of poison. Is quinoa like that much healthier than like brown rice? Yeah. I've been getting... I've been getting quinoa... Of course, of course it look, is tough. I know this sounds like sacrilege, but I've been getting quinoa in my chipotle burritos yeah. in lieu of rice recently. Yeah. And I didn't know they offered quinoa. They only... At the next kitchen... Ah. You know where the secret test kit, it's not secret, but the test it's kitchen. It's in Union Square. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but come turn, keep your voice yeah, down. Sorry, we don't sorry, want sorry. too many people going to the test kitchen. The shitty thing about the, the Chipotle test kitchen is like everything they're testing when I walk in there, I'm like, oh, don't do that. Why are you doing that? Like, like don't test that. I don't know. Just like Ben, it's like the. Are they planning on sending fruit flies to Titan? <laughs> no, it's guys. Just, nobody wants that. Well, do you know that the the sea of Chipotle is the former sea of Taco Bell? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So like. Oh, so he's probably thinking outside the bun in all sorts of different interesting he's fashions. Outside the bun, but inside the restaurant, where he's like. I mean, and kudos to him because this worked like gangbusters for Taco Bell. But now you see Chipotle doing it where, like, they're looking around and going, oh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? How can we combine these in a different way? Yeah. And that's what a lot of the test kitchen items are. And I don't know. They all just feel like kind of a stretch where it's like, eh. Do you think they're introducing quinoa to uh, counteract all the uh, the uh, effects of their other food? <laughs> Uh, that they poisoned the everybody with, stuff? yeah. Uh, no, no. Well, I mean, you you claim that quinoa can cure anything. Yeah. Uh, no, I think they're probably just doing it as like a healthier option. Hmm. But uh, I've had in my burritos. Uh, I know that's sacrilege to have a quinoa in a burrito. It says who? It says me. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, uh, is this what you had to talk to the priest about? <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't tell you, but maybe <laughs> that might have been it. But uh, but it was very good. And uh, you know, but Wait, what else are they trying at, at, at the test kitchen? They've got uh, quesadillas. Okay, that's fine. They've got margaritas. Yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, I feel like if you're gonna drink in a fast casual place, like whatever, you're. You can't be choosy anyway. Yeah, you know what? Chipotle like you're, is a, like, you're probably in a bad place. <laughs> Chipotle is like the one place where, uh, like, whenever I go there with people, they're always like, "Oh, you're not going to get a beer here." I'm like, no, they got a uh, fresh soda on tap. You can drink all of it you Who's want. Who's asking that you're getting a beer at Chipotle? I don't I feel know. Like that's people a... that I go to Chipotle with. Bunch of <laughs> the lunch gang. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody's asked me that in a decade, <laughs> but, but sure, it's happened at some point. Yeah. Uh, did have you seen in Delhi's uh, sesame noodle salad? Uh, I must have. Well, I yeah. mean, I guess it's not really a salad; it's just like sesame. Noodles. Yeah, they have prepared <clears throat> foods there that they can put in a little container, and you can yeah. enjoy at your leisure. What other kind? What uh, What else have you seen? Because you you claim you're like sixty uh, percent. Come on, huh? blow my mind, Tom. You named about fifteen <laughs> salads before. Yeah. And that's yeah, but you you claim there were more. No, I didn't. All right, I didn't put a number on it. Well, you said put seafood, a ratio: seafood salad and crab salad. Those were your. After you named a hundred different other salads, Tom. Like eight different salads. Uh, coleslaw. Oh oh. Salads and slaws. I should have <laughs> said. I guess. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, and then you can get like potato salad, German potato salad, yeah, and I guess sweet when potato I'm, salad. I don't think I've ever seen that. I'm surprised. When I you got to go down south, my my boy. Um, <laughs> what they uh, <laughs> told you not to talk to me like fuck or like or. <laughs> uh, they uh, the, the, I'm 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 getting a little mixed up here, Tom. Well, now often Tim, along, I told you not to talk to me like fuck or like I said, I said next to the uh, the. Uh, God damn it! You made me lose my train of thought. The the prepared salads. Uh-huh. That's also where they keep like the <clears throat> the the trays of like uh, chicken cutlets, both breaded oh, and yeah. grilled, yeah. Um, for sandwiches. And right. technically, you already said meats, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I feel like that stuff. Yeah, there that's as well. not like sliced deli meats, right? Um, uh, sometimes you see crab cakes. Yeah, or as I call them, crab cakes. Well, not hopefully not to the chef mm. behind the counter. You know what? There's a reason Gordon Ramsay uh, always orders crab cakes first thing when he's evaluating a new restaurant on Kitchen Nightmares. Oh, to see the freshness? Yeah. No, he always orders uh, risotto. 
If they have it. A lot of places he's going to don't have friggin' risotto. <laughs> yeah. Risotto. Risotto. On the, on the menu. There's this one guy in MasterChef oh, this too year. mushy. That every time Gordon Ramsay says his name, he pronounces it differently. No, this guy's got a name. <laughs> this guy's name Risotto? <laughs> no, his name is either Garan, uh-huh. Garen, <clears throat> Jaron, or Jaron. Or Gary. Or Gary. It's spelled G-A-R-Y. How would you say it? G-A-R-Y? <laughs> yeah, no, that's Gary. That's what I thought. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay's way off the, yeah. uh, the reservation on this one. <clears throat> um, why does he uh, ask for the crab cake? See if it's frozen or not? Yeah, I think that's... that's if somebody has a crab cake on the menu, uh, odds are that's going to uh, either... They're either going to do it well, or it's going to specifically show what kind of bad restaurant they are. Right, if it's like frozen, a, or mm-hmm. if it's just like rotted. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, look, I, I'm not on trial here. Gordon Ramsay is. Um. Uh, He's had a lot of work done, right? Oh yeah. Looks good. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's. He like, doesn't look like a monster yet. <laughs> it's getting to the point where like. Pretty soon, if he doesn't slow his roll a little bit, he's going to look right. like a monster. Well, and that's what I, I think I've tried to have this conversation with a bunch of people that are like, I'm not interested in having this conversation. <laughs> that's, what, that's the reason we're friends. <laughs> we have the conversations nobody else will have with us. But uh, uh, I'm always adamant about like, like, look, and Gordon Ramsay's uh, actually probably like at the high end of one of these examples. But, like, uh, I'm always telling people, like, all these freaking stars that people are like, oh, wow, like, they look great for their age. They're aging gracefully or whatever. It's like they're getting plastic surgery done. They're just listening to the doctor and not going overboard. Yeah. Like, that's apparently, like, the biggest thing these, uh, if you watch, like, some of these reality shows or whatever, uh, or even just a plastic surgeon on the news, (laughs) um, that they're always, like, yeah, well, like people come in, they're like, ah, this, this bothers me. You know, Gordon Ramsay is probably like, ah, my whole face is like uh, wrinkled. Right. Um, they should be like, stop scowling so much. <laughs> right. I've been scowling for forty <laughs> years, and now I look like this. Um, that they're always like, all right, well, like we can do this, this, and this, uh, and then. Well, I think a lot of times, actually, like, they it do... It depends on who you go to, Tom. <laughs> well, oh, of course. But they'll do, like, that first round, and then people will come back, and they'll be like, you can barely notice it. And they're like, no, that's, like, what you want. That yeah. You can't really, like, you don't want the first thing somebody notices when they see you. Be like, oh, you had work done. Instead of, like, oh, you look, like, well-rested. And then they're like, yeah, I took a vacation under yeah. the knife. Yeah. Um. I would, I would, but get, I think that, I would get work done. <laughs> I think that's what like, uh, like George Clooney and stuff. Like he's getting no, work. Don't you throw no, around accusations? Done, How dare you? But it's light. It's How very light. Dare stuff. you? He's he not, ages like a fine wine. He's not trying to fix things. He's just trying to be like, hey, make me look like you know five years younger instead of twenty. He doesn't years need younger. to look younger. He doesn't. Nobody cares how old he looks. The older he gets, the more they're like, this is great. Bravo. You know, he sold that tequila company for like a billion dollars. He doesn't or have to do anything. Yeah, I mean. He kind of hasn't. When's the last time you've seen yeah, him that's in, what a he said. Yeah, in a no. picture? Yeah, in a picture. Why do you think they have deli counters? Why not a deli wall? Now, go on. Like, uh, what if you walked into uh, a deli and it wasn't all crowded? It was like an open concept. And they just had everything up, up, up against the wall. There was no barrier between you and the deli man. Oh, no. Then people would be touching the meats. <laughs> no, the meats are still behind glass. The, the deli man has a key to open up the, the Tom, meat glass. I worked in a butcher shop. If we had to unlock the case every time we needed to grab meat for somebody, we would have been there all day. Uh, yeah, well, you this were... butcher shop was only open two hours a day. <laughs> you were very efficient. <laughs> you worked in a, a butcher shop, a.k.a. a meat market. 
Yeah. Uh, but you famously refused to make people sandwiches even if they brought their own bread in. Tom, we had a deal. How many times do I have to explain this to you? What? In the same strip mall, there was a delicatessen. Right. And there- But even if you We sold like, cold cuts uh-huh. and didn't make sandwiches. Right. They made sandwiches and didn't sell cold cuts. I suspected they were selling cold cuts on the sly. <laughs> Well, yeah, what if somebody was like, I'll take a ham sandwich, hold the bread. Yeah, I think that was kind of the code. And make it a, a pound's worth. Yeah. Uh, maybe make it a one pound sandwich if you're weighing everything not including the bread and don't include the bread. It was some kind of cold war going on between the deli and the butcher shop over sandwiches. I was going to say it's some kind of like collusion. or it was you know, a cold was cut like war. A, uh, like uh, monopolistic practices. The The Justice Department <laughs> should have gotten involved. I mean, I don't understand. Like, why? Just because the inconvenience of if you wanted a, panda, a pound of ham and a ham sandwich, you had to walk across... No, it was, just, it was unfair, uh, you know, uh, it should have been uh, laissez-faire. It was a gentleman's agreement, Tom. Well. Anyway, there was something happening, because I think the deli was selling cold cuts on the side, <laughs> and at one point, my boss at the butcher shop came in and t- t- taught us all how to make sandwiches, <laughs> As a, but uh, then we never implemented it. I think it was just kind of like... Hey, he went over. He's like, "Hey, Bruno, take a look at this yeah. sandwich made by one of my boys." And Bruno was like, "All right, all right, all right, I'll stop." Yeah, that was it's like, like throw out the styrofoam trays. Why do you need them if you're not putting cold cuts on those? Yeah, that was like the uh, like the dead man switch or something. Yeah, like uh, the doomsday. Like, yeah, at any moment we were we were prepared to start, <laughs> to making, start sandwiches. making sandwiches. Yeah. Probably not as prepared as they were to start selling cold cuts, which they were already doing, presumably. <laughs> That's true. And now I couldn't buy cold cuts at your place and bring them there and have them make a sandwich out of them. Oh no, that you—that's fair game, but they wouldn't like that, right? You wouldn't like that because they'd be like, "We got to charge you for a, a whole a, sandwich." A sandwich. I'd be like, no, that's bullshit. I already bought this meat. Yeah, I know, but again, you can't really bargain. You you, yeah. you make a sandwich yourself, or you have a man or a woman make it for you, and uh, and that's and that's life. Yeah. This is the choice we make. Um. Do you know what a milk bar is? Um, I know of a uh, Momofuku milk bar. A milk bar is what they call uh, like a deli in Australia, for the most part, it sounds like. Do they I, sell know, a lot of milk I know there? somebody's going to be like, crikey, that's not what we call it. Well, <laughs> I think it's kind of like a, like a soda shop. Because like we had milk, remember we had like milk shops. Not remember we weren't alive in like malt the fifties. Yeah, malt shops. Okay, what's no. malt? Um, it's old milk. Okay, something like that. Yeah, like malt liquor is old liquor. Yeah, malt balls are old balls. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's your feeling about bagels at a deli? Um, in New York, I'm for it. I feel like in New York, they're- you know, Hold on. I don't want to be one of those guys like, hey, New, New York, York bagels. Whatever. It's it's just because there's a lot of like uh, bagel distributors here. Like you're probably getting the same bagels that you're getting at uh, a lot of bagel shops. Well, I was going to say in New York now, there's like a- and I feel like this wasn't the case when we were kids, but now there's like a lot of overlap between a bagel shop and a deli. Yeah. Like bagel shops used to not have fresh cold cuts. Yeah, and then stuff a bagel came in West Islip and, and changed <laughs> changed the whole landscape, changed the entire state's yeah. bagel. Because uh, I had I had a bagel this morning. I went to a bagel shop, and yeah, I couldn't help but notice you know full deli counter. I could have said like yeah, and throw a, a slice of turkey on there, and they wouldn't have even batted an eye. Yeah. In fact, they had on the menu you know like a turkey sandwich on a bagel. <laughs> yeah. Why would they have the turkey there if they were going to bat an eye if you ordered it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they Maybe had like, a deal. That's where... only for bread. <laughs> we can't put it on the bagels. Yeah, we have an agreement with the place next door. The uh, the bread place. Will, will be... Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what, what their agreement would be. Yeah. Um, anyway, Tom? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Did you want to talk more about Oh, bagels? yeah, but I was going to say a lot of deli. Like, if it... In New York, at least, if a bagel, if a deli, if a bagel sells delis, can you imagine? What a world! Yeah, what am I on acid? Uh, if a deli Tom, sells, you ever <laughs> drop acid and then record a podcast and try and buy bagels from a deli or delis from a bagel rather? Um, if you if uh, if a deli selling bagels, they're probably a okay. 
They they probably got them that morning. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Great. Uh, bagels. Tom? Yes. What's your favorite sandwich to get at a deli? Delis are primarily made to make uh, sandwiches. cold cut sandwiches for, for blue collar folk like me and you. Are you the kind of guy, I'll get to your... I'll get to an answer in a moment. Yeah, that's fine. But are you the kind of guy that, like, uh, if it's late at night and you're coming home and maybe you've had a few alcoholic drinks? A few alcohols? Uh, you're like... I do shots a lot. <laughs> you've had a- <laughs> I only go to bars. I don't drink, like, a beer or a mixed drink. No. It's just shots. Line them up, you Line do them, up. and you walk right out. Yeah. Well, I do them, you know... Consistently the entire time I'm there. So if you if I'm with people who are also having like beers and stuff, right? I'll just have every time they take a sip of beer, I'll <laughs> oh, order wow. a new shot. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a recipe for disaster. Well, I think what you're about to t- say is, uh, do do I ever? Uh, do you ever uh, late night go uh, to the deli and have them make you a sandwich? Hell yeah, Tom. Yeah, it's a pretty good. Uh, I did it all the time. Uh, See, I did it. On December 23rd, one year, uh, Christmas Eve, Eve. you and I and -hmm. a bunch of other friends were out at the bar. We lived around the corner from two delis, the Green Deli and the Blue Deli, or God Bless. Green Point's Finest and God Bless America Deli. Yeah. Yeah. Which had seemingly hastily renamed themselves God Bless America Deli. In uh, the aftermath of nine eleven, yeah, hey, not a bad, not a bad. <laughs> no, move for, no, for those those fellas, what uh, what they were probably facing at the time. <laughs> yep, uh, they were like, hey, we want to uh, set aside any questions about. <laughs> yeah. We'd rather not uh, have harm come to yeah. our business or our family. Um, uh, I would always get this uh, the big chicken. Mm-hmm. And I know what you're gonna say, so because yeah, you're a big chicken. Yeah, they named that sandwich after you, if I recall. <sighs> But it was chicken salad mm-hmm. um, and some other stuff. I think it was kind of like almost a tuna melt on like a Yeah, a I think roll. it had cheese as well. It was great. It was delicious, <laughs> except uh, it gave me such food poisoning two days before Christmas that I had to drive out to Long Island on, on Christmas Eve, uh, and I was just puking in a plastic bag oh. the whole time. The and I had to do like... Uh, Christmas shopping. I, thought, I was like, yeah, sure, everybody. I bought Christmas presents yeah. weeks ago. So I was like, I had to stop at the mall and I was just like puking in garbage bales at the mall <laughs> while doing Christmas shopping. The mall was packed and it was just yeah, like, of course it was The kids waiting online for Santa Claus. And I'm stumbling through puking in garbage cans because I ate the big chicken the night before and had a thousand shots. <laughs> Um, so presumably, uh, even before you became a vegetarian, you stopped getting uh, chicken salad sandwiches. Yeah, the big chicken uh, was 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 out of out of rotation at that point. It's such a weird evolutionary thing. Like I can never eat um, uh, a sloppy Joe because of that, because I got food poisoning the first time I had a sloppy Joe. Like, and your body, yeah, is just like no that that's gonna kill us. You can't eat that anymore. Yeah. Don't you remember what happened? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you I remember, but it was like under different circumstances. I can eat one now. <laughs> so what's your favorite? Oh, I would say <clears throat> I usually would probably get, oh, I'll tell you what my favorite of all time is. And it was from uh, the meat market in our town, the mm-hmm. Lone Star. Right. Now, this is this is a little, de- this isn't standard yeah, deli fare. Yeah, it's not fare. a deli because it was like a breaded chicken cutlet with cheddar cheese bacon and uh barbecue, barbecue sauce, sauce yeah. on like a hero type yeah. roll, long roll that was good and that was what 595 oh yeah with a drink i think and yeah. chips maybe even yeah man 1998 was the best <laughs> yeah. you know and actually i remember at the time it was like uh, it was a lot to spend on lunch like yeah. it was pretty steep like that was the most expensive lunch you could get in yeah town. but holy crap you'd go and uh our town was weird because like there wasn't enough room for all of us to go to the cafeteria so like starting when we were what like 14 they were like you guys can just leave for lunch yeah, just come back. Don't get stupidly, in cars. Stupidly, we came back every time. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you can't get in cars unless you're a senior, but mm. I don't know. We'll have no way of knowing. Yeah. Um, also, they weren't good at like disciplining people when no. you were caught. <laughs> um, yeah, it was basically like, well, don't have a car drop you back off right in front of school. Yeah. Uh, we did that anyway. It yeah. was fine. 
Um, and they'd just but, be like, ah, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> Work with me here. And would be like, shut up, authority figure. You I got suck. Lone Star. Uh, but I would say still to this day, like uh, a, a chicken cutlet, a breaded chicken cutlet sandwich yeah. is, is what I like to go for. What but about from the deli case, though? From the so deli, the, 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 if the sliced I can't get that, meats. Maybe I'll go for like a club sandwich. You know what I don't like at delis? What? I hate, and this goes for any place. I hate when they got a bunch of like name sandwiches up on the board. To there, there's an escalation of things I hate. I hate if I am like, oh, I'll have a you know the the Hardy Roger, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, if they have to look at the ingredients, I hate that. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, but. I hate even more if they go, what? Like, yeah. I'm making up a sandwich. It's yeah. on the board behind you, you numbskull. Yeah. Take a four, look at you it. Number jackass, the Hardy Roger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but those are two. And that actually, like, kind of turned, like, I won't go too deep down the numbers for that reason. Because I'm like, like, if I'm, if I'm going to order this and just be made to feel like an asshole for ordering off the menu... Then maybe I should spend my money elsewhere. Yeah, I don't like uh, when you you order one of those things and then they ask you if you want certain stuff on it. Yeah, it's, it's like, like no, I want the whole thing. Yeah, it you works. guys. Hey, presumably somebody uh, figured out the alchemy that makes this sandwich special. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Because I was gonna say that's probably like my uh, uh, my biggest flaw at delis is when. If there's not a thing like that, and it's just like, hey, choose your own sandwich, I I forget everything, and I'm just like, oh, uh, chicken and whatever yeah. cheese. <laughs> like, I want a, a, a guide to tell me, like, hey, how about we put, like, you know, some of this on it, you know, maybe, like, some uh, peppercorns and, uh, you know, things and pickles, like, things I'm not going to normally. You forget about pickles? <laughs> I've been thinking about keeping some pickles in the house lately. <laughs> wow, Tom. Yeah. It's a big step. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw uh, the movie The Predator the other night, mm-hmm. uh, which we talked about for an hour <laughs> two weeks ago, but I hadn't seen the movie. And there's a scene, this is not a spoiler, there's a scene where a character is eating pickles at uh, another character's house at, right out of the jar. And I was like, damn, that looks good. I yeah. never have pickles in my house. Why not? Pick up some Vlasics, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, I have enough money. I can afford to have a thing of pickles in they, my house. They keep for a while, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I'd probably eat them all the night I buy them <laughs> and then forget to ever buy them again. Yeah. <laughs> also, your body would be like, after you puked up all those pickles, because you ate 15 pickles in a half hour, it would be like, hey, no more pickles, buddy. Well, but if I buy, maybe if I buy like a jar of pickles and then I also pick up a couple of cucumbers. Ah, once I'm done with the pickles. that, uh, that you, brine yeah, afterwards. brine it up. Brine... Some brine for I you. I mean, and I some like to leave that me. up to the the good folks at Vlasic. They yeah, know they do doing. a better job yeah. than I would, presumably. Um, there's two sandwiches on every menu, at least in New York, mm-hmm. uh, and they're always good, and they're always the most uh, 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 indulgent. Mm. Uh, there's the the Godfather, which is all the Italian meats, and yeah. then they put like roasted red peppers and stuff, and okay. like maybe some uh, some. Spicy so how is mustard. that different than an Italian sandwich? They just call it the Godfather. Yeah, because it's he's a hero Italian. usually. Yeah, he's an Italian hero. Yeah, the Godfather. Um, and then uh, the Dagwood, <laughs> which is like all of the like uh, the non-Italian cold cuts, right? Like uh, turkey, ham. Yeah. Uh, and then some various cheeses. Um, what do you think of? The, I think the Dagwood's the best one. I don't think I've roast ever, beef. You know what? I feel like I haven't seen the Dagwood. Ooh, really? I will get. It's even got its own uh, Wikipedia uh, thing. A uh, Dagwood well, sandwich. Well, no, that's a comic. No, no. <laughs> a Dagwood sandwich is a tall, multi-layered sandwich made with a variety of meats, cheeses, and condiments. Doesn't that sound great? Yeah, but I mean, it depends on the meats and cheeses. Well, what, how, like, what do you think it's going to be like? Uh, Dog and cat. Yeah. Bird. <laughs> Songbird. Well, bird. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's named after Dagwood, your yeah. favorite guy. Yeah. Blondie's you, husband. Yeah. What is the deal with Blondie? She had blonde hair. No, the comic strip. Oh, 
Um, I don't really know what it was about. I, in my recollection, it was mostly about Dagwood making sandwiches late at night. Yeah. Yeah. I read Blondie probably- <laughs> Religiously. Every day. Yeah. Cause Why? Because it was on well, the comics most page. Them, most of them were him just making a sandwich. Yeah. Or his boss being like, Bumstead? Yeah. Uh, Blondie, Blondie Bumstead, you know what her uh, maiden name is? Boop-a-doop. What? Uh, I don't think that's real. Blondie is a smart, sweet, and responsible woman. She can Unlike be stressed out at times due to her young family and Dagwood's antics. And despite being usually laid back and patient, Blondie does get upset sometimes. She is also extremely beautiful with gold <laughs> hair, gentle curls, and a shapely figure. A friend once told Dagwood that Blondie looked like a million bucks. Wow. Is the is the person writing this the friend of Tagwood? I guess <laughs> is he quoting himself. There? Yeah, it's it, yeah. It's always funny when uh, like you look at the IMDb trivia uh for like Tom Cruise, <laughs> it'll be like his uh his third movie, Days of Thunder. He acted alongside a then unknown <laughs> Rob Smilstein. It's yeah. like yeah, yeah, he's still unknown. Yeah. Guess what? I got news for you. I'm trying to put your name uh, <laughs> on something officially associated with Tom Cruise. Uh, that made me remember something about delis that quickly. Was it about Blondie having a shapely figure <laughs> and golden no, hair? No, I knew Blondie had a shapely figure and golden hair. Tim, anybody with a, a pair of eyes, even just one eye, would be able to tell that. Even Popeye knew that. Mm. <laughs> Popeye only had one eye? Uh, yeah, no, I think that's why he was always squinting. The other one was, uh, with, with, there was no eye in there. Okay. I think they made a joke in the Popeye movie about that. I never saw that Popeye movie. It's it very depressing. <laughs> it's not, it's not canon yeah. to the Popeye comics, so you don't need to necessarily see it. It's Wimpy in it? Uh, Wimpy is in it, yeah. Huh. Who plays Wimpy? I, look, I don't think anybody besides like uh, Popeye and, uh, and Olive Oil. No, it's... Uh, I don't know who plays Bluto. I think somebody known plays Bluto. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Are Popeye and Blondie in the same universe? No. But it uh, would make sense if they crossed paths, Yeah, right? I mean, they're possibly decades apart. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe one of them. <laughs> we don't know. Maybe. The Flintstones met the goddamn Jetsons, Tom. That's Anything's true. possible here. Yeah, well, maybe one day if like uh, Blondie and Dagwa went to the cemetery and you saw like, a tombstone for Popeye and olive oil. Then How would, would know Popeye for sure. die? How would Popeye die? He's he, so healthy. If he couldn't get uh, access to spinach in time and somebody's beating the life out of him. Mm, that's true. <laughs> but here lies Popeye, beaten to death before he could get to his spinach. <laughs> beaten to death by Bluto. I remember what it was. Who then carried his wife away. <laughs> Kicking and screaming. <laughs> um, uh, in college... There was uh uh in the food court, not it wasn't like a food court. It was mostly like a cafeteria, but there was a corner and it was called New York Deli, much like uh, yeah, you were joking it's my favorite earlier. deli, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, so this is what you were talking about. Yeah, and they did have a sandwich. I believe it was called the Times Square. So Ooh, I was like, oh, it check like, hey, fast moving. I was like, oh, this is an authentic place. Mm. How did they know about Times Square? <laughs> they made I this sandwich trip. that I think to this day is my favorite sandwich, uh, which I've never seen anywhere in New York. But it was uh, uh, a roast beef sandwich. Uh, I don't even think there were onions on it. I think it was just roast beef, shredded cheddar cheese on a croissant. But they had a machine. Like that Listen, they had a machine. And again, a machine I've never seen before. It was like the size of an industrial microwave, but it was a steamer. Wow. And they would just put this in there. They'd steam some roast beef for you? Yeah, they'd steam the roast beef, the croissant, and the cheese. And they and like you would think that would make the croissant horrible, it would just make the croissant well, you all keep soggy. It's got an R in it. Croissant? Yeah. Croissant. Just say it. Um, croissant. Croissant. You would think it would make the croissant all soggy. And it did, but it was so good. Uh, I think this this steaming machine had to have been very dangerous because, like, they would pop a sandwich in there for five seconds. They would come out, like, the cheese would be, like, liquid, liquefied. 
I have no interest in this sandwich you've been <laughs> describing for the last five minutes. I'm sorry, Tom. That was my, that I've been was my trying favorite. to feign interest. I just can't do it. I'm that sorry. That was my favorite deli sandwich at the New York Deli at the University of Maryland North Campus Dining Hall. And me, I'm a Dagwood <laughs> man. If you like the show, uh, check us out at tcgte.com. If you want to follow us on Facebook, you can do so. Facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. And if you want to support the show, check out our sponsors. Get away from there. <laughs> so check out uh, tcgt.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping where we get a little bit of a kickback and tcgt.com slash pledge for our Patreon where you get a bunch of fun stuff like Ginger, go sit down. Weekly mini episodes of things like Fast Food Friday, Justice League Minute, you Look Marvelous, our podcast about Marvel. Ooh, Riverdale Reviews. Riverdale Review is coming back up, and you get the whole back catalog of those things, too. TCGT.com slash pledge. Uh, boy, I'm hungry for a sandwich now. Tom, we didn't even hit the thing that you wanted to talk about, oh, yeah. the famous delis. The famous delis. Uh, this is what Katz's. Katz's. The Carnegie Deli. Yeah. Russ and Daughters, even though I said it's an appetizing yeah. store. Um, I've never been to a famous, I've been to a bunch of famous delis in New York and, and elsewhere. I have never been impressed by a sandwich from a famous deli. Yeah. All these places where people are like, you gotta try it. You, you know gotta. what the thing is? It's, as soon as, as soon as it's a thing that you gotta yeah. try that everybody knows about They've realized, like, oh, assembly, my, uh, assembly line this stuff. Yeah. And loses all its, uh, and also... Food's not that great. <laughs> like a, a specific restaurant's specific food is never. If somebody's like, "Oh, it's the best thing you'll ever have," it's like food can only be so good. Well, I would disagree when it comes to like restaurants' dishes, but I would agree when it comes to like a sandwich, yeah. where it's like, "Well, how much better?" Like, I mean, I guess like some like uh, Katz's or whatever, they're like making their own pastrami, but yeah. I don't like pastrami. Yeah. Hey. Nice try, but we don't even like pastrami. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the other thing I'm is- there for, I go in there, I'm like, oh, this is the famous Katz's Deli. Give me a shrimp salad sandwich. And then I'm like, this isn't that good. <laughs> See you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.